Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Tonight, after yesterday's phenomenal show at home, we realize that we have two more cities to go on the road show 2014. I'll be sharing with you in the main segment my message at the convocation on repositioning through investment. Get ready for some thought-provoking ideas on your journey of investment. Have you ever learned something important but found yourself forgetting most of the details very easily? In our Ten Commandments segment, I bring you ten keys to retaining what you learn. Ten keys to retaining what you learn. Maybe, just maybe, this could be a, a helpful guide for you in your quest to learn or read and remember what you read. And so that comes later in our Ten Commandments segment. Let's get underway with our scripture verse for today. And as usual, it is a competition. And so it's on the subject of investment and it's from the New Living Translation of the Bible. And it goes as follows. If you know the scripture, just post it on my Facebook page and we'll see who gets to do it first. And you will bring yourself a compilation of the Convocation CD, the Convocation CD that features messages by Dr. Mensah Tabo, myself, Ace Ankuma, and then Albert Osei of Cocaine. All right, so this is the scripture. Why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten some interest on it. Where is the scripture found? This is the New Living Translation of the Bible. If you know it, just go to my Facebook page and post just the chapter and the verse in the scriptures where this can be found. You get to win yourself a, a CD compilation from the Convocation of the Springboard Ratio. Springboard is a thematic radio seminar committed to raising a new generation of African leaders and executives using the platform of human capital development. My name is Albert Okran, and I'm supported on this broadcast by my virtual academic board chaired by Comfort Okran with the support of Ignatius Ajabing and Matthew Prepra Boatin. The broadcast is put together by Legacy and Legacy, your sure bet for world-class corporate training and your Superstation Joy 99.7 FM. It is proudly sponsored by EcoBank, the bank of the year 2012 and also the Pan-African Bank. And we receive media support from the Business and Financial Times and technology backing from Dream Oval. So right here in the studios of Joy 99.7 FM, the virtual university is underway. With this matriculation, I assure you that by the time you graduate at 8 p.m., your personal value will shoot up. Talking about EcoBank, EcoBank wishes to remind you of its toll-free number on short code 3225. This short code is absolutely free. Easy to remember and available 24-7. Just call EcoBank on the new short code 3225 for free from your MTN, Airtel or Vodafone line today. You can actually call right now, 24-7. EcoBank is the Pan-African bank. I'll take a brief commercial break. When I come back, let's talk about investment. Please don't go away. Bank, we see a great future with over 1,000 branches across 33 African countries. The future connects you wherever you go with cards and internet banking and lets you transfer money straight from your heart to your loved ones. 
So wherever life takes you, we're there to help. The future is Pan-African, and Ecobank is the Pan-African bank. Ecobank is indeed the Pan-African bank. It's seven minutes past the hour of seven right here on Springboard, your virtual university. And so, after traveling through eight cities, I can say authoritatively that the cleanest, cleanest regional capital is who? It, I know some people will debate this. Sunyani came very, 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 very close, but I can tell you without a doubt, the cleanest, cleanest regional capital is Ho, and the view from the mountain top of the whole city is something divine, divine. I'm, I've been told that I'm very biased um, towards Ho. I, I probably am considering um, getting adopted as. What do you say? Do you call it a Hoyan or what? Right, right. So, yesterday, Ho made another loud, yet another loud statement as the most exciting venue on the roadshow. Speaking on the tour yesterday, Ken Ashibi of, of Graphic Communications Group, he spoke about investment. Bernard Avley of CTFM spoke about careers. In the career breakout session, we had David Aflu, commercial director of PZ. Kwame Sipakai was the keynote speaker. I got to speak about entrepreneurship. We also had James Uyafia Kenton of Zeni Bank leading the session on multiple streams of income at the breakouts. Kafui Day moderated, and we had a number of other leaders supporting for what was a very, very exciting program a whole yesterday. I love Ho for several reasons, and this is one of them. It gets to always rise to a crescendo when you travel to Ho with a springboard roadshow. We have two more cities to go. It's Wednesday at Takrade, and then Saturday, the national, the, the grand finale at the University of Cape Coast. Special, special, special packages on offer. If you know anyone who knows anyone who lives in the western or central region, tell them, listen, this is big. It comes with internships, with scholarships, with several Several opportunities. You don't want to miss this one. If you found yourself anywhere near these two cities, just call zero two four nine 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 five 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 for details about speakers and then also about ticket locations, etc., etc. And so last week at the national convocation, I got the chance to speak about investment, a subject I feel very strongly about, especially if you have big dreams and big aspirations concerning your future. I want to play back for you what I shared on investment in the hope that somebody out of these 10 points on investment could probably probably pick a few ideas that can help you also achieve your dreams. I have big dreams and I know you have dreams as well. Let's talk about how to step by step, little by little, raise the capital required to do the things that are so dear to your heart. Let's talk about repositioning through investment and my thoughts were shared at the National Convocation last week at the Accra International Conference Center. Please be my guest. My topic is very simple. I want to speak briefly on repositioning through investment. Repositioning through investment. The theme for this year's roadshow is repositioning. And if I may add, in a bold digital world, in our three thematic areas, entrepreneurship, career, and investment, I get to speak about investment. And for starters, one may ask, when we say invest, what does it mean to invest? What does it mean to invest? And for our benefit, let me say that to invest is to devote your time, your energy, your resources to commit something into a venture with the expectation that you will get some worthwhile future return or profit. Now, I chose to highlight the word 
worthwhile because an investment must bring you something that you feel proud of, something that you think is worth your efforts, your commitment, your investment, your time, your resource. And so if you put something away with the view to getting something better, something more fulfilling, something more profitable in return, you can call it an investment. And whilst we know that investments typically are about money, let me just broaden the scope and say that potentially you can invest your time in something. Some people invest their time in a football club, and if your club is doing well, it can be a very profitable investment when you meet your friends and you talk about it. But when your club, like mine, is going through a crisis, the discussion moves to other topics apart from football. But having said that, you can invest your time, your money, your ideas, your energy, your assets. You can invest in a relationship. You can invest your talent, and you can invest your loyalty. And so anything that you can put away or commit or devote into a venture with the objective of getting a worthwhile return in future is an investment. And so we see that all of us are investing. The question is whether you are investing the right thing and you are getting the right result, but all of us are investors. Where does investment fit into this theme of repositioning? Let me say that repositioning simply is about relocating, reassigning, moving something to a more advantageous position. And so any repositioning must give you advantage or opportunity. Now, there is a correlation between repositioning and rebranding. And so for the individual, the product, the company, the church, the organization, the nation that wants to reposition itself, it may decide to create a new identity for the existing product, the existing person, or the existing entity. And so if we are known as a nation of consumers, and if we found out that majority of the citizenry have no savings at all, a nation like Ghana must deliberately reposition itself as a nation of investors. Why do we sometimes become consumers? Because in our socialization, we are not even taught to invest. A child is raised to know that they can ask for everything they want without being taught how to make money and how to grow money. It is an indictment on us that as a nation we do not have a structured program for orienting five-year-olds, seven-year-olds about career choices, about investment, and about entrepreneurship. My dear friends, when we say we need to teach these things in the university, it shows how out of touch we are with the reality of life. It must not even be at the university. Neither must it start at the secondary level. My submission is that teaching about entrepreneurship, about career, and about investment must be started from the nursery. I believe with all my heart that the kind of orientation a child gets is embedded in their system, and they grow with it. And that is how come they can make intelligent choices right from their childhood. And so it brings me back to somebody is and I know very well, 
our religious studies master in secondary school, Reverend Cheche, who used to tell us stories and share anecdotes with us. And he had a very interesting phrase. He says, choose between soso chinching and chinching soso. Tell somebody soso chinching. And tell the next person chinching soso. Don't worry, it's not tongues. And his simple illustration was that soso chinching is about an easy life before a difficult life. And then chinchin soso is like suffer to gain. His argument was simply this, that for each of us, whether you like it or not, your life will travel along the lines of soso chinchin or chinchin soso. Some of you are writing it down. You need a special kind of all to get it correct. His argument was that even if you do not know, you are still patterning your life as either soso chinchin or chinchin soso. I wonder whether you know which one you are traveling on. But his argument was that if you travel on the road of easy life today, easy choices today, taking it easy, everything is cool, nothing to worry about, at the time when it matters most, you will have to encounter some very difficult situations. On the other hand, if you make those difficult choices today, at a point in time, you'll be in cruise control. My objective is to use this presentation to challenge all of us to move to the road of Chinchin Soso, particularly with the vehicle of financial investment. And so let me share with you 10 things I've learned about investment from my own life, from my interaction with the investment gurus seated here, and that's the privilege of having good friends. They can teach you everything you know. And so 10 things that I can tell you can be corroborated by all the top CEOs in investment companies here. Number one, everyone, everyone must invest in their future. The word must is highlighted because it is not a suggestion, it's not a discussion, it is a non-negotiable requirement for building your future. Everyone must. It is a scriptural, it's a constitutional and it's a moral obligation. It is so unfair to yourself not to do something that will give you a brighter opportunity in the future. Comfort and I have been trying to profile our speakers of Springboard for the past eight editions. And Ace, one thing that is common to literally almost all of them is some kind of difficult beginnings and some struggle and some hard work that brought them to the front. And if we were to go into some of those beginnings, we'll stay here all day. And it's not just us. Your story is typically the same. And so many of us start life from where our parents end. And the kind of schools we attended or are attending are far better than what our parents had. The only thing that can ensure that that cycle will continue and your children will get a better opportunity than you is if you invest something. And so let's model a simple scenario. Somebody says, I don't have money. All right. And so if somebody was, was fortunate to get a thousand CDs as contribution to their outdooring, let me say to all parents here that outdooring money is out of bounds. It is a, an act of causing financial laws to take the child's money and spend it on consumables. 
It is dishonest, it is immoral, and it's unfair to the child at birth. Invest that money for the child. And so imagine that if your child got a thousand CDs and you were a dutiful parent and did not spend it and back that money up with 10 Ghana CDs, I wouldn't even be too ambitious, 10 Ghana CDs a month. How many can afford 10 Ghana CDs? Honestly, 10 Ghana CDs. There you go. Everyone here, you paid more than that to be here. And so, 10 Ghana CDs a month for a 20-year period. Holding interest rates constant at the approximately the current treasury bill rate. Compounding this amount, the child will get 62,726 Ghana CDs after 20 years. By the time that child is ready to go to university, they can go to Marshalls, they can go to any university they want to go to from beginning to end. And so, why struggle to pay your child's tertiary education fees when you can set in place a program to ensure that at that time you are drinking coffee and watching the child go to school? Number two, set a target. Investment is meaningless without a target. Anything you want to achieve in life that you cannot model, you cannot paint a picture of, is meaningless. Of what benefit is a race if you don't know whether you are going for 400 or 800 and you are just simply running? You won't enjoy it. You will not be motivated. You will not see the finishing line ahead of you. You will not even know if you've won. You just keep going. And so, set a target. That target could be to build a house. Maybe your parents never built a house and you want to build your own house. That's a beautiful target. Or to raise a million in your net worth. Or to set up an endowment for each child of yours towards their education. Each of these is a good target. Number three, have a plan. The target is clear, but have a program, a vehicle, a plan. Somebody's plan says, I will buy land and then sell it after some number of years when the value of the land has gone up. Somebody says, I will do a certain percentage of my income every month. Somebody says, I will buy treasury bills. Somebody says, I will walk to all these beautiful investment houses here and invest or inquire about an investment vehicle. But by all means, find a suitable vehicle that would help you achieve your objectives. Let me encourage us to ask questions. When you go to the investment desk today or the breakout session, ask them questions. Does your instrument compound monthly what can i do with this amount how can i achieve my one million and for those of you who are afraid of one million please don't be afraid set a robust ambitious target that will keep you awake at night i know for many of the people the leaders in front here that is almost like bringing down the market scheme but collectively Imagine what would happen if everyone listening to me here, live on radio or on tape after this event, sets a target to raise a million in network through investments. Our country will change. You will find more confident people, a cleaner environment, happier people, less strike actions, happier government. We can make this country a better place without government action just by individuals making those choices that give you a better life in that regard therefore let me throw a challenge to everyone here that if your income is not enough spending all will still not change anything 
So you might as well decide that just as the regulatory authorities without your permission will take some amount of your money as income tax and as it and now with your first year, second year, and, and so on, you also commit some money that you say discretionarily, with my own permission, I put away this 10% of my income. Don't set too high a target to tempt you to go and withdraw it. If you can do even 10%, so those of you who are people of faith, if you invest 10% in your first fruits or your tithe, and we bless it for you, after that, also invest 10% for yourself as investment. And then hold back some money also for contingencies because you don't plan for funerals, you don't plan for emergencies, you don't plan for hospitalization, you don't plan for some of the things that happen to you and require you to um, spend money um, in ways that don't make you happy. Number four, savings is not equal to investment. Some assume that just by saving money they've invested. Let me make a categorical statement that saving money is not the same as investment. In fact, in the book of Matthew 25, a certain servant went to save money in the ground. He dug the ground and hid it there. And he was rebuked by the Lord. Why? Because the Lord said, minimum, you just go and put it in the bank and get interest. That is okay. So anyone who saves money under your bed, you can't call that investment. Today, even in rural communities, they don't save money under their beds and expect it to grow. No, you can't do that. So, savings is not equal to investment. Number five. This is where it gets very interesting. Understand the magic of compound interest. I call it magic because it doesn't make sense. But sometimes, the things that work in life don't make sense. In Albert's story about Coco King, it didn't make sense to leave a banking job with a master's in finance and go and sell Coco. It doesn't make sense. It still doesn't. And I told him that on radio. But it's wet. He's living out his dream. What about you? And so, the magic of compound interest is simply this. Money grows with the right environment and the right nurturing. Money can grow. Let me give you some numbers that would annoy some, offend some, and make some very excited. And so, for those who hear me say you can make a million Ghana cities and you are wondering, does this man understand my current situation? Let's work this one. If you put away, and for some of you, especially in your 20s, if you put away 65 Ghana cities a month for one year times 30, that means for 30 years under your bed, you would raise 26,400 Ghana cities. Lovely amount. Nicely saved. Now, immediately you begin to compound the money on a monthly basis, something changes. And so, the same amount of money put away for 360 months, that is for 30 years, at 20% compounding on a month-by-month -month basis, you make a million. Does it sound like magic? How many would like to have that million now? Suddenly, you all believe Suddenly, all want is Reverend. Am I am I speaking the truth, Reverend? Am I speaking the truth? A Reverend cannot lie. At least this particular Reverend cannot lie. One million. I mean, for my limited mathematical knowledge, if you want, if somebody gave you two options, either twenty six thousand four hundred Ghana cities or one million Ghana cities, which one would you like? Of course, a million, but it requires application. Number six, be patient. 
Why is patience important? Because the biggest barrier to investment is the rush by people to go and cash the money before it finishes growing. Can you imagine planting corn and after two days you haven't seen the thing germinating, you're going to dig the ground to see what's happening to the seed. Why is it doing this to me? No, you can't do that. Don't harvest prematurely. Many of us lose out because we are in a hurry to see the fruits of our investment, but it requires patient application. Avoid instant gratification or premature harvest. Every time you make a choice, you are either choosing to be happy today or happy tomorrow. And very often, there will be compelling reasons, very strong arguments why you must spend the money or go and close that account or take the money out because you have seen some small growth. Now watch this one. The power of compound interest is that the more time travels, the more the thing kicks. And so, in the first, use the same model I gave you about 65 Ghana CDs for a 30-year period at 20%. In the first 15 years, the money will grow to approximately 60,950. Approximately. In the second 15 years, when you add on another 15 years, the money grows to become 1 million. Meanwhile, the amount you are saving or investing does not change. Approximately 11,600 in the first 15 years and 11,600 in the second 15 years. But the growth rate in the first 15 years brings to 60,000 and the second 15 years brings it to 1 million. And so if you are excited, if you are excited about the fact that you have saved 11,000 and gotten 60,000 and you go and withdraw, you are cutting short the potential of making another 939,000. Tell somebody time. Tell somebody be patient. Tell the person, especially you. Are you learning something? Are you learning something? Number seven is consistency. Consistency is key. Some say, listen, I'll wait and when I get a huge amount, I will invest and they say it with so much fame. So they look for some big windfall so that they can invest it and then make whatever returns they are looking for. Let me just simply say this. The secret to successful investment is little by little, consistently doing it, making it a lifestyle. In fact, experts will recommend that you reduce the level of temptation by doing what they call standing order. So you don't even have a decision to make anymore. The bank is authorized to take out of your account, especially if you are a salaried person. Tell them 30th of every month, 25th of every month, or 1st of the next month, take away an amount that is equivalent of 10%, 15%, you sign and the bank takes it out and post it on the investment or you transfer it to the investment account. But the good thing is this, that you block the money from becoming disposable income and avoid temptation. Why is this so important? Because once the money hits your hand, the ideas will start flowing. But once the money doesn't come, it didn't come. What you did not get, you will not miss block the money. Make it a lifestyle. Cordon the money off. Security zone. No entry. Any discussion that goes less than 10 years, 15 years, is not ambitious enough. When I see retirees investing, I get excited. 
I had an argument with, a, with an 80-something-year-old man about, about stocks on the Ghana Stock Exchange. He was buying some more stocks and he was arguing about the potential of a stock. And I was, I was like, this man is 80-something. But you see, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. And so, if you invest a monthly amount of 10 Ghana CDs up front, at the end of the year, you'll be in a better position than if you invested 120 at the end of the year. The key is consistency, little by little. The eighth point I would like to make about investment, lay a foundation. And this particularly applies to those of us who are working for a while, those of us who have been in this for a while. And you say, if you had only heard this 20 years earlier, you could have done the 1,000 plus 10 times this at this interest. It doesn't matter. They say it is better late than never. However, your case is special because you are starting late and you know it. So you cannot run at the same pace as the advanced countries, where the advanced countries refers to the younger people who have more time on their hands. And so just to establish the benefit of laying a foundation, and when I say a foundation, I just mean that put some, some lump sum underneath before you start building the house. So whilst the younger ones can afford to say they will put a zero foundation and use 65 CDs a month, to hit a million in 30 years holding interest rates constant and compounding on a monthly basis those of us who are older can say well if I had if I had known this earlier I would have done something different so you put a base there and then you increase the amount as your income goes so for instance if you say it is 10% of your salary as every increment of your salary comes, you, the amount automatically increases. And sometimes you get a windfall, a bonus, end of year, 13th month. Please, don't get excited. Invest all of it, or a, a considerable portion of it. I must also say that using the same model that I use as, as my standard, if a person puts a thousand Ghana CDs as a base before they started building on it, instead of 65 CDs a month, they can use 49 CDs a month to still get the one million by compound interest. If the person put a base of two thousand and added on monthly for the thirty years, they would need only thirty-four CDs a month. And that's for those who say my income is not high. You get one big bonus of a thousand CDs, use that as a base and continue building. If you manage to find a base or a foundation of three thousand then holding the interest rates constant, you will need 18 CDs a month to make your million. And now some are smiling because it's less than the cost of a springboard ticket. But the worst part, if you got 4,000 and you were willing to work for 30 years at the same rate, you need only 3 CDs a month. If you got 5,000, the bank has to give you some money back. <laughs> Tell somebody it's possible. Tell the person this is serious. Let's wrap this up. What are the two things I want to leave with you about investments? Number one, and that's number nine on my list. The ninth thing about investment. Kill the consumption mentality. We are raised to consume. We applaud consumption. Every expense you make is either a consumption or an investment. It's an investment. I can buy a fridge as an investment. You can buy a fridge as consumption. I can buy a vehicle like Seth buys vehicles and he buys the vehicles for a rental company. So if you see him driving a brand new four-wheel drive and you are excited, the next day the vehicle is on the rack, he's renting it out. 
you buy the vehicle, the moment you drive it out of the car lot, the value falls by 10%. True. So, kill the consumption mentality. Don't get excited about the fact that you are making money. It has been proven by research, and if I may say by common sense, that a person who earns a thousand and invests nothing will end up being poorer than a person who earns a hundred and invests ten percent. Because after ten years, the person who has a thousand will have nothing. But the person who earns a hundred and invests ten percent of it will have created some wealth. A high income is not a guarantee of future financial security. After all, at the peak of his powers, Ion Mike Tyson had 200 million in net worth, 105 cars, including one for each pet. So the dogs, the llama, he had different pets, and each pet had a car. Today, he's broke and doing all kinds of things to earn a living. High income is not a guarantee of future financial security. The final point I would like to make about investment, and if I were to choose among the ten, the most important one is start now. I won't tell you my own painful experience about investment. Reverend knows the story. We have, we have a lot to talk about. But when mutual funds became very common in this country and were encouraged to invest, some of us said this is a very brilliant idea. Brilliant. This is powerful. We'll do it. In fact, it remained very powerful for the first five years until those who had gone ahead began to show the results and we jumped in or we joined the bandwagon as a sea. Well, they say better later than never because out of that we were able to do some very significant things that I'll talk about on a different platform. But most importantly, we were able to begin a lifestyle of investment and use it to achieve some of our very notable dreams. Let me end with a quote that says, the best time to start investing was 20 years ago. But the second best time is now. Thank you, and God bless you. Keep this frequency clear. 99.7. All right, I, I can understand why the phone lines are already beefing. Listen, this is 22 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is Springboard, your virtual university, and it's a raging debate right here in the studio because investment is a thought-provoking subject. And just while you get ready to to call into the show, please go to calculator.net, www.calculator.net, and familiarize yourself with investment calculations. You will find it there. Just go to calculator.net. It will show you all the models I gave you plus a lot more. You can flexibly look at what you can do with what you have. I'm going to go on a, a brief musical break. When I come back, I promise you 10 tips on how to retain what you learn. So I'm going to give you those 10 tips, but the phone lines will be open to talk about investment. Do you have an investment? Uh, do you have a, a written plan to enable you achieve your targets by a certain time? We've been having a discussion about repositioning through investment. In a few minutes, I'm going to open the phone lines. Let's talk about investment. How do you make your dreams come true? And so if you sent me a message on Facebook saying that I was copying it, but I left out number seven or, or saying that I was, I, I was listening, but I don't remember number four. These are 10 ways to retain what you learn. Imagine 
pouring man water into a bucket and retaining only ten percent of what of what you pour in, obviously the objective of filling the bucket will be severely affected if you lose most of what you are pouring. And so the same applies to learning. When we learn, there must be some way to retain the majority of what we read or what we learn. I'm going to give you ten simple tips on how to retain what you hear, what you read, what you learn. And these 10 tips will be helpful for you in in keeping, remembering the things that are important. So these are your 10 tips. Number one, find something interesting about what you are learning. In our discussion about investment that we just held, if you remember Chin Chin so, 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 and so, so Chin Chin, at least that's something quite interesting that can help you remember the lessons. So even if the subject is very mechanical or boring, find two or three interesting things that you can remember. Number two, study at the peak time of day. Some people like it in the morning, others at night. Find out which time suits you most and study at that time. So, number one, find something interesting about the subject you are learning. Number two, study at the peak time of day. Number three, rest and relax. When you are stressed, learning can be unproductive. So, make time to rest and relax. Don't just sit up all night and sit up the next night to catch up when you should have been learning all the term through or all month through. Number four, eat healthy food. Some experts suggest that fruits and vegetables can boost your energy and your memory and help you feel more lively. And so if you are in a in a period of consistent learning, reading, writing as an author or whatever, eat healthy food. Number five, use visual aids use visual aids and so if you are cramming and you have a lot of material to remember use graphs pictures draw pictures and label them highlight some parts circle some important points underline some key details and it helps you to isolate the things that are relevant and remember them later number six associate what you are learning with something that you already know Sometimes when something is unfamiliar and you connect it to something familiar, it helps you to remember what you just read. So associate what you are learning with something that you already know. Number seven, reread the information over and over until you can recall the information on your own. And so if there is something that you are trying to, to remember or memorize, Keep reading it over and over again. You can also record the information and listen to it over and over or watch it over and over again. So if you heard something that you thought you liked, just get a recording of it and listen to it over and over again, like the recording of what you just played. It would help you assimilate the information at your own pace. Maybe the pace could be fast for you and you would prefer to take it at a slower pace and chew on the knowledge at your own pace. Number eight, summarize the main facts list them and pin them up so summarize the key issues number one number two number three and then list them and then pin them up where you can see them over and over and over again and that helps you to remember what you've learned number nine space out your learning space out your learning don't learn <laughs> some, 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 some people call it do or die you you just cram non-stop back to back to try and cover ground it's not about last minute cramming non-stop the best is to space it out so break up the learning into smaller sessions rather than go back to back your retention rate will fall with time diminishing returns they call it number 10 teach others or practice what you have learned this is important because 
people don't always retain retain everything they learned. Experts say ninety percent people retain ninety percent of what they learn when they teach someone else or when they use the information immediately. They retain seventy five percent of what they learn when they practice what they've learned. They retain fifty percent of what they've learned when they engage in a group discussion. So those who don't who avoid group discussions because you don't want anyone else to know what you know, when you engage in group discussions, you retain fifty percent of what you've learned. Number four. 30% of what you have learned, you retain when you see a demonstration. When something is demonstrated to you, you're able to retain 30%. 20% of what you learn is retained when you use, when you learn it from an audiovisual. So audiovisuals help you to retain 20%. 10% of what you, what is learned when you read is retained. And then, People retain 5% of what they learn when they've learned from a lecture. So if you lecture people just like that, without any support, without any other kind of intervention, only 5% of what you you teach is retained. No wonder people can listen to lectures sometimes and go right exams and they don't remember anything that they learned. Retention is assisted by demonstrations, by the use of audiovisuals, by the use, by practice, by other interventions which I've just shared. And if you missed out on the details, just visit our Facebook page and capture all these details. Visit mine or Comfort's Facebook page and you will get the details and you can assimilate them. But most importantly, work on this to ensure that as a person, what you read, what you learn, you can retain and reproduce when it matters most. If you find any of these Ten Commandments quite exciting, you can share your thoughts when we open the phone lines or on our Facebook page, let's get a discussion going. But most importantly, make sure that what you learn, you retain. And so the number that we'll be asking you to call in the next minute is 030-221-6541. When you call, let's talk. Do you have an investment? Have you already begun? Which of the 10 things I shared about investment provoked you the most? What is your plan? Let's talk. And if you haven't started already, why haven't you started? What are you waiting for? Have you been provoked enough to start now? That was a t- point number 10. Start now. Do you believe that you have been provoked enough? Let's talk. The phone lines are open now. 030-221-6541. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. Your name, where are you calling from, please? I'm Richard from the Richard from the university? Yeah. Richard, you, uh, respectfully, how old are you? Uh, 30 years. 30? Yeah. Wonderful. So if you started investing now, you still have quite some time. Do you already have an investment? Yes, I'm, I'm a salary earner. And, uh, I think, um, one, this is what I got. Because I Negative confessions affect your investment. Mm. Especially if you have somebody who says, I don't earn much. So if you don't earn much, then you can't save much. And I think impulse buying is something that I have to just talk to. Right. And uh, I'm thinking of going for the standing for that bit. And um, with regards to retail, hello. All right, we lost Richard there. Good evening. Hello. Good evening. Hello. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Your name? Where are you calling from, please? I'm Derek from Abidjan. Right. We just left home yesterday. Were you there? 
you should have come from Ajidome, where it was powerful at, at the whole polytechnic auditorium yesterday. But but no, never mind, never mind. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure next time you can make time to be there. So tell me, um, what what have you learned about investment, and do you have an investment already running? Yeah, I have one running, but it's a question I want to put across. Please go ahead. If I can, if uh, I have the answer, I'll give it to you. I, I want to know the actual difference between investment and then uh, some other things we do. We call it uh, uh, insurance. Right. Uh, you apply for a company, they will be taking your money, but nothing comes on it. Uh, for instance, I've done one with SIC for a whole year. Uh, all the, my, the deductions they did was over, over, over 700 deductions, but they told me my interest was 200, uh, 278 first Right. Um, life insurance is, is also a form of investment. You put money away to insure your life, and some of them have different combinations of insurance and investment, and it ensures that should anything happen to you, you don't go back to zero from where you began. And so, since I don't know the particular policy you've taken, I can't comment on it, but investment is investment, but life insurance is one form of investment because it secures your future. So let's talk. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. I'm James. I'm calling from Brekum. James, how, how is Brekum? Oh, it's really bad. Right. James, do you have an uh, investment? Yes, I have an investment. Right. I started investing when I was, I mean, giving investment advice to my parents when I was in GHS. Wow. Yeah. And I'm now 30 years. Wow. Um, but in your presentation, you made mention of a 20% um, monthly um, interest. I don't know whether um, I heard you right. Is it a twenty percent yearly interest or monthly interest? Right, right. Let me let me let me explain. I mentioned twenty percent per annum, but oh, okay. compounding monthly. And I also threw in a caveat that nobody can determine the interest rates in the future, and so just. For the purpose of modeling, I was using the current treasury bill rate or the average of the performance of the Ghana Stock Exchange for the past three years. And so we just fixed the figure of 20%, which I knew people could relate to. But it's not a guarantee that that will be the interest rate forever. Okay, thank Th you very much. Thank you very much. Keep listening to Springboard of Virtual University. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Good evening, sir. Your name is? My name is Kofi Collins. All right, Kwesi, tell me, tell me what has excited you or what has provoked you or what you've I, learned about I, investment this year. I have, I have, I have always and always back into your program, but unfortunately due to the income and this thing, I'm unable to attend to your program. Oh. I mean, and I wish to get off, offline so that I can call you to hear some consultation that will help me build my life. I am, I am an SA student and I have forced, I always tell my, investment just yesterday i was i was spelling out ideas about someone about to someone who can invest in a business of the, uh, but i don't have the money i have the ideas given to people so i want to get your line off there so that i can get some consultation all right our number is a hotline it is zero two four nine 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 five 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 zero two four quadruple nine triple five that's our hotline for springboard and i'm sure when you get through to springboard you can find a way of reaching me thank you very much let's take a couple more calls hello good evening 
Good evening, sir. So tell me, sir, have you learned yeah. anything about investment? Has something provoked you this evening? Yes, actually, uh, what has provoked me this evening is when you talked about um, uh, sharing ideas or maybe explaining, you know, uh, the, the, the kind of things that maybe you've, you've made or you, you, are, you are planning to do. Right. Yes, and also what I would say to the, uh, the, my listeners or the audience out there was that um, I'm a guy I've never been to school before. If I tell you, you'd be amazing. But through sharing, you know, telling people of the thing that I want to do and a couple of friends that I have also who have been educated and they guide me in life. Believe you me, if I tell you the things that I'm doing in life through God, it's amazing. And I encourage everybody to just, you know, get that some faith that with God all things are possible. Thank you very much. With God, all things are possible, and God will enable you to also invest to ensure that your future is secure. Let me take a final call. Hello, good evening. Hello. <laughs> Hello, good evening. Yeah, good evening, Albert. Uh, my name is Robert. I'm from California. Robert, Robert, tell me, have you learned anything about investment? Has something provoked you? Yeah, um, I am very, very sad uh, this evening. I mean, Why? I am a qualified accountant. I earn over 4000 and I do have a personal. You see, um, but let's you today. I think uh, from now, uh, I have to do something better. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. If I, Listening to you all the while, I can. There was one instance where you mentioned some things that. Uh, hello. 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 Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. There was an instance where you mentioned uh, things, ten things that one has to do in life, like uh, having a passport. And I believe you, me. There was a friend of mine who had to do magic because uh, his company wanted to send him outside and. Uh, he did not have a passport. Uh, listening to you has been a blessing to me. Uh, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's why we call it the virtual university. We provide a platform where no matter who you are, no matter where you find yourself, you can find a little at a time to add value to your life. And in case you still are not in the SMS Academy, you can be concurrently in the virtual university and the SMS Academy. Tonight, if you are not on the SMS Academy, let me invite you. Every single day, 365 times in a year, we send you a little tip. Robert, for instance, who just called, if you were on the SMS Academy, you needn't wait to, to come to the virtual university to hear this. Every day, little by little, we send you different models, different bits of information. If you want to join the SMS Academy, just send the word springboard to 1984. If you are an MTN user, if you are an Airtel user, send it to 1984. Just type the word S-P-R-I-N-G-B-O-A-R-D, Springboard to 1984. If you are on MTN or Airtel, if you are on Tigo, just text the word Springboard to 1985. You will receive a confirmation immediately that you have been signed onto the SMS Academy. And every day, every morning at 10.30 in the morning, we'll send you one tip that can enrich your life. Imagine receiving a tip a day for a whole year. Your life can never be the same again. Let me give you an update on Springboard before we sign off on the show tonight. On Wednesday at the... On Wednesday at the Takradi, 
Polytechnic Auditorium speakers. Cicelo Ntuli, CEO of Goldfields, um, Anglo Gold Ashanti Dua Prem will be speaking on career. George Addison, CEO of or the managing director of Star Life Assurance will be speaking on investment. Bula Ray, right here on Joy FM, will join us to speak about entrepreneurship. And then Professor Ajimambedu Akosa will be speaking as the keynote speaker at the Takwadi Polytechnic Auditorium. The Cape Coast session is the grand finale. The speaker's investment, Daniel Asiedu, CEO of Zenit Bank. Career KSM will be speaking. Entrepreneurship, I will be speaking. And the keynote speaker will be Yoni Kolendi. And so this is the program lineup for Springboard for Wednesday evening, 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. in Takradi. And then on, on Saturday in Cape Coast or at the Cape Coast University for the grand finale from 9 a.m. till 3 p.m. Let me remind you that our Cape Coast will be giving out the final scholarship for 20,000 Ghana cities for the Marshalls University um, program at the GS Ado Business School. If you have not yet applied, go to Marshalls University, www.marshallsuniversity.edu.gh. Go find out the details under the, under the icon springboard and apply if you want to go to business school for free. Fifi Eli, you sent us the correct scripture. It is Luke 19, 23. A number of you also sent Matthew 25, 27. They are both correct, but Fifi Eli was the first to send it, so he gets to win himself a copy of the MP3 collection, the, including the message on investment that I just shared, and that is your prize. If you didn't get to win, please come to the founders of JFM and buy your own copy. On behalf of Comfort, Ignatius, and Matthew, my name is Reverend Albert Okran saying thank you, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A. For free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-99000. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. No more searching. No more searching.